You are listening to the Corona Diaries, brought to you by Allegra. For more information, please visit allegralaboratory.net. Hello, dear listeners of the podcast. This is Moira Sarkulam, greeting you from Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan. So, this is going to be the farewell entry, a shorter one. And our editor, Yan Cook, asked us to focus on our experiences of keeping this weekly topic audio diary. And yeah, I'm, I must say that it's been great sharing this experience with you and other diaries. Unfortunately, due to issues of accessibility, I haven't been able to listen to other diaries because iTunes and other platforms are just not available for listeners in Kyrgyzstan, but kindly they shared their entries with me, so I'm looking forward to listening to those afterwards. So what I uh, realized by keeping these diaries, being an un- undisciplined scholar who uh, has background in political science and international relations, but currently located in sociology department and soon migrating into psychology, it kind of allowed me to connect all these uh, different ways of knowing and understanding the world through my personal experience, right? So sociologists practice something called sociological imagination, which is basically this idea of how your personal destiny is connected to historical processes. And also in my diaries, I try to practice global imagination by linking again my personal experience and feelings to what's going on globally. So hopefully you also found some comfort or hope in these entries. And yeah, I hope that you all stay well and that when this pandemic is over, that we're not hoping to go back to the so-called normal because this normal supposedly is the problem and we should be really learning from this experience uh, what can be done differently. Thanks and so long. Take care. Hi everyone, this is Panayota Kotila from Barcelona sending a last goodbye message to the Corona Diaries of the Allegra Lab. It's been a wonderful experience to be able to share some of the thoughts I've been having without needing to go into very extensive referencing frenzy or without really having to eloquently type down these raw thoughts. And for this, I want to deeply thank Ian Cook, who has given me the opportunity to do this and the whole Allegra Lab platform for hosting it. My two cents as reflections for the whole process would be that this is a very interesting and valuable resource for people to come back to when we will be hopefully a little bit more freed by the worries and the anxieties and the restriction that this poses to us today. And for those that participated, this has been an opportunity to put some thoughts in order, considering how difficult this must have been At least I assume it was as difficult for other people as it was for me to steal a couple of minutes a week and try to think about what's happening, kind of taking a step back from our daily tasks and responsibilities. So overall, it has been wonderful. 
at the same time, it has been challenging because it's always challenging to, well, at least for me, it's challenging to talk into a microphone, not knowing where this is going to end up. But it's also a great feeling to know that my voice from a flat in Barcelona has traveled in many different places around the world. And it might have found some resonance with the things that you are thinking and feeling out there. So thanks again for listening. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Allegro Lab. Stay safe, stay healthy. Hello, here I am, Suzanne from Helsinki, giving you a last short reflection. A month goes by really fast, and I have greatly appreciated the opportunity to reflect on my own society, the Finnish culture, and how we all have dealt with all the things that have been happening during the past month. By listening to the other diaries, I've also become more aware of my own position of privilege, of how fortunate we are here in Finland to live in a welfare state, to have a lot of space around us, to be close to nature, to be experts at social distancing. But also as an anthropologist, uh, with an interest in human responses to uncertainty, it's been particularly fascinating to learn of all the many ways that we cope to bring structure to our lives and how we, when, when we're faced with adversity, create narratives of hope. We devise new ways of acting, however small these may be. But then for me personally, this confinement at home was not such a new thing. I work from home and have for a number of years not had a working community that I join daily. The new challenge for me was homeschooling, which created a few more grey hairs. But overall, I think it's a small sacrifice to make and not something I wanted to dwell on in the diaries. We have a great school system, good teachers and good teaching materials and children who have received excellent education until now. And as a parent, I've been happy to have been given a glimpse into my son's schoolwork. Of course, there has been screaming and fights. Almost daily, actually. But as said, these are little things in the overall scheme of life, I believe. I also believe this. What would make us better prepared to address future epidemiological crisis situations is if more anthropologists would be employed in helping government officials to get social evidence-based advice on community engagement, on how to manage death, particularly of people of different ethnic backgrounds and native Finns, and also an understanding social resistance to heeding government recommendations. We anthropologists definitely need to launch more aggressive advocacy measures to get our messages across. And finally, I want to thank all of you for diligently listening to these audio diaries. I think we can be really proud over how well we have put up with all the many changes that have taken place during these difficult times. Let's lend each other continued support to make it through until the end, whenever that is. Bye, from Helsinki.
Hello again, this is Justin Spike speaking to you from Budapest, Hungary, and this is my farewell Corona diary. In the past few weeks of giving these uh, diary entries and listening to the others from around the world, a lot of things have occurred to me about how we relate to each other and to ourselves and uh, to our communities around us in the context of this pandemic. I think we've seen certain things which have become all the more clear because of this situation. There are tremendous geographical and class-based disparities in our societies around the world which have appeared to only become more pronounced and more exposed by this crisis. I think the pandemic has really served to clarify the differences between us and to better expose hierarchies of privilege that were there all along. Yesterday I was in eastern Hungary in one of the country's poorest towns and reporting from one of the poorest slums in the country. They have no running water. Multiple families are living in each dwelling. They have no sanitation. And this crisis has really pushed the people who live there to the brink of hunger because the state has not provided adequate assistance to them in this time. Looking at that, I realized that, you know, during this time, I've not wanted to complain about the pandemic or about the lockdown from my own perspective, because I know that being able to continue working from home, to continue to have some kind of an income, although maybe a bit reduced than normal, that puts me very distinctly in a position of high privilege because most people in the world don't have that luxury. And that's what I mean by a lot of these internal contradictions being made even more exposed by this situation. I've always really identified myself with the working class, but I know that that means very different things across geographies and via so many social, racial, and ethnic criteria. Hearing other people's stories from around the world in the Corona Diaries has really, in a sense, provided an interesting feeling of belonging to a shared global event and shared global experience, as we're all, no matter where we are in the world, facing essentially the same problem. But I think it's important to remember and to bring with us eternally into the post-COVID world, the knowledge that there are vast differences, even though we might be facing the same challenge, the way we do so varies tremendously across all of these different social lines. And I think knowing that we're perpetually facing a global experience, that experience of social and economic processes of our world is something that we need to remember and use the clarity which we've gained through this experience to do our best to make sure that we're building a better society, one in which if another such worldwide crisis comes, then it won't be that the differences in how we're treated, our class positions, and our ability to thrive and survive a crisis like this won't be so stark. That's something that I want to take with me and that I hope everybody listening will also do. Thanks a lot for listening. It was great to speak with all of you and uh, stay safe and stay well. Well, hi. I guess it's time to say goodbye. A lot of things happened within the last month or two. Croatia is practically corona-free. The borders have opened and we are finally allowed to travel. I went to visit my parents and my grandma, who is 90, last week. And I went for my grandma's birthday, actually. 
and also I went for a swim in the sea. It felt awesome. We still feel earthquakes occasionally. As a matter of fact, uh, on Wednesday there was a bigger one. And this feeling, I think it will never stop. It's just one of the most horrible things you can ever feel. We're trying to find uh, some workers to fix the roof and the chimney and to stabilize the staircase in my sister's house. And my agency, where I work at, my agency building uh, is uh, so badly damaged that uh, we are not returning there. Which means that I've been working from home all this time and only moved to another location last week. And it took us more than a week to pack and pack, clean the place and so on. So I'm really completely exhausted. I'm also looking for another job, which is something I started to before Corona started. But well, of course, I stopped because there are no job openings and they're still rare. But the good thing is that uh, these three months working from home and this whole situation made me more sure of my decision to, to quit it. I'm not unsatisfied uh, with the job and I really like my colleagues, but I just don't see myself doing any kind of policy work anymore. So about the diaries, I really like the idea of us sharing where we are and how we are coping with the situation. And I like this idea for a couple of reasons. First, it is good to to know that you're not alone in this. And when I was listening to other diaries, I felt this, uh, well, not the same situation. The situation was not the same, but some of the same emotions. And the second is that I really like the thing that only thing we ever get from media is news and uh, live stories. So this was like a little window to other worlds, which is uh, quite precious. So I want to thank uh, Ian and Allegra Lab for allowing me to to share my thoughts with you and to al- allowing me to participate in these uh, collaborative projects. I think it it was kind of fun and really intensive. Kind of fun, I mean, given the situation we were at and some of us, some of you still are. And I want to conclude this entry and the whole goodbye uh, session with something that made the big impact on me uh, when I was a child. It's Pearl Buck's story, The Big Wave. Maybe you are familiar with it. It's a story about a boy who is an orphan from Fisherman Village, whose family was uh, taken away by a tsunami, which also raised the whole uh, village. And the peculiarity of the village is that they were facing the ocean. The houses were facing the ocean and none of these houses had a window. And when the boy grew up and when his wounds healed, he made a house with the big, big, big opening at the ocean. 
because he wanted to look at the ocean, the ocean that was feeding him and giving him a sense of, I don't know, everyone who ever lived the, the sea probably has the same feeling, giving you some kind of sense of identity. And then he said that when the wave, and if the wave comes uh, during his life, this time he will be ready for it. So for concluding this and for saying goodbye, I wish all of us uh, the bravery of this boy. I also wish all of us real good luck in the months that are ahead of us. So thank you for listening and goodbye. Hello everybody, this is Priyanka from Mysore and here I am again coming to say goodbye to all you good listeners who took the time to hear out stories from this small southern city in India. It's been an absolute privilege and pleasure to have shared my experiences with you. The process of making a diary every week through this last tough month of April has meant a lot to me. It has allowed me to look for stories where perhaps I wouldn't have a care to look into. It's helped me articulate thoughts. It has helped me articulate emotions which I went through the last month. It's also helped me to dwell into ideas which would have been lost had I not documented them uh, through this process of making a diary. I do intend to go back to them, perhaps soon, and think of some of thoughts that have emerged here a little more deeply. Also strangely, although perhaps it's, it seems strange, but perhaps it's not, it is not strange at all, but recording these diaries to an audience which I hoped would be there on the other side after it would be posted on the website meant I really felt supported and acknowledged by the community of listeners who I would never know who but still be comforted by the participation. Thank you so much. Thanks also to my fellow diaries who gave me a glimpse of their worlds, invigorating and many times also very heartbreaking. Many thanks also to Allegra Lab and Ian for the idea of, of this series and for providing a platform and an opportunity to be part of an archive which hopefully will be relevant for times to come. Thank you all again. Hi everyone. I hope everyone's doing okay. I can't believe that this is the last recording that I'm doing for Corona Diaries for now. It flew by so fast. I guess it was only five weeks, but in the haze of the lockdown, it seemed like it was such a long time. But also because, you know, listening to all of your stories made me feel like I've known you guys intimately. At least, you know, I know that sounds cliche, but listening to all your recordings every week 
made me feel like we were all sort of part of this collective experience even though we were all isolated in our own far away corner of the world it felt like we were all in this together it was a great exercise in solidarity something of which we all going to need more of going ahead in the post corona world so thank you so much for the opportunity to be a part of this amazing project and uh, i'm looking forward to working with you guys again in the future i for one am definitely not going to stop thinking about the world after corona you know once we hit some sense of normalcy i am going to continue asking the questions that i did through the lockdown and i'm going to continue explore some of the things that i did during the lockdown and uh, you know being part of this exercise gave me hope because i live in a part of the world where the humanities and the arts are generally cast aside because everybody here wants to be an engineer and a doctor and now you know obviously in these times doctors did a lot and i continue to do a lot, do a lot to save the world but we also need people like us to think about these things to question these things and to make sense of the world because the world that corona leaves on its way confusing will be devastating and it will take people like us to make sense of it so aluta continua the struggle continues you are listening to the corona diaries brought to you by allegra for more information please visit allegralaboratory.net